Crap with Beth and Matt. Cut to Crap is the world's number one no bullshit health and fitness podcast. Houston, we have a problem. And hey there, friends and fellow no bullshitters. We are back with a spicy episode. This week, Beth and I talk about something that has been bugging us for a while now, and that's communication. More importantly, communication and honesty with yourself and your coach. But not only that, we feel like there is a larger communication problem in our society as a whole. Let's get into it. All right, Beth, what is going on? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just had one lovely morning of arguing with people on the internet over sugar addiction and food addiction. And I, I of course, am the evil person when I say you you cannot be addicted to sugar or food. Um, I understand people getting really upset about it, right? Because you may feel like you be, you are addicted to something because you cannot stop doing this thing, but you are not physically addicted, right? And I'm not trying to unvalidate everyone's feelings, but when you compare mm-hmm. alcoholism to overeating and saying that they are like alike or saying that, you know, it's just really frustrating me. Yeah. You know? Or sugar is like cocaine or any, or some other drugs. I, we hear that one so often, you and, know, and, and then saying that, you know, well, obesity ruins families and it also causes death and yeah, it does. But also that stems from like your relationship with food. Um, and you know, food is a necessity, like alcoholism or alcohol is not, it's a fucking chemical, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, it's a poison. It's not even supposed to be in our bodies. So um, anyway. Yeah, that when people compare sugar to alcohol and hard drugs and things like that, to me, it just really screams ignorance. And it also screams like, hey, uh, I, I've never experienced this in my life. I've never mm-hmm. g- gone through any type of addiction issues or I've never experienced it in my family or with my friends right. or anything like that. Because if they had, they sure as shit would not be comparing sugar to alcohol and drugs. Yeah. You know? yeah. That shit, you don't want to like, you know, I, can't, I, I don't think- even know how to describe it. It's I've, yeah. obviously and- I'm not talking from my personal experience with addiction um, but it's, you know, something I have experienced with in my life, with my family and, and, you know, and friends. And I think most people do know somebody that is impacted by, by drugs and, and addiction and yeah. substance abuse for sure. And this comes from a place of ignorance and privilege, honestly. Yeah. I, I think what really got me was this comment. I'm going to read it because, mm-hmm. um, it, it struck me. It, it hit me in the feels. And I was like, you know, I, I understand because this is why we're in the business. We're in the business of really helping people um, love their bodies yes. and not destroy themselves with food and heal the relationship with food. And this here, she said, being morbidly obese absolutely ruins families, diabetes, dialysis, bed sores, total care at home, the cost of healthcare, wheelchair, the scooter, the fighting, the control, the emotional, and physical toll, divorce, bankruptcy because people can't afford their care. Many food addicts have been sexually abused like drug addicts and alcoholics. Petting a puppy, wow, thanks for your support. So we are just fat, lazy asses that should go buy a puppy, got it. You know, I mean, it's like, that's not what I was saying. I was saying that you're trying to compare the dopamine hit to the brain um, to alcoholism, which you get the same hit from petting a puppy. I'm not like trying to dismiss people's issues with food at right. all. And that, like I said, that's why we are here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, you know, that comment was stood out to me. There was a lot of things that stood out to me with that comment, but the one thing in particular is, was the sexual abuse thing. And yes, but that is, you know, the sexual abuse, like that is a heavy fucking topic, but that yeah. is, you're the, the food and the, you know, the, the addiction with food and the behaviors around food that is a use being used as then a coping mechanism to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. that's not the root cause. The food isn't why, you know, what it's not a de- that you're addicted to food. You're using the food as a way to, to cope with that, to cover it up, to, to help mm-hmm. you process it. It's yeah. And ultimately and, and- what, what this has happened. I, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, with alcohol, it's a progressive disease. It's not something that you just start drinking alcohol and you're addicted. It's like mm-hmm. over time, your body becomes physically addicted. And it's not like food. You don't it changes the chemical structure in your brain. Food. Yeah. So it, 
yeah, it's a it's different, but I understand their struggles too. I'm not dismissing that. Yeah. I just think that there should not be a comparison. I agree. Um, Absolutely. So. You're definitely not discounting, you know, uh, obesity and people that struggle with their relationship with food at all. But obesity, obesity is a very fucking complex subject. It's, yeah. you can't, you can, there's not just one cause of obesity. There's so many, like, there's, there's so many reasons and factors that go into obesity. It could be social and economic. It could be um, behavioral, you know, it could be eating disorders, which is a mental, you know, mental health. It could be mm -hmm. all these other things. There's not just one root cause. It's usually many, many things going on. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I had the dietitians um, in there helping me out because. Oh, did you? Who was chiming in? Yeah. Like was Tony Marinucci. Tony Marinucci. Okay, nice. And then, um, oh, what's her name? But she's pretty, she's really big on Instagram. Um, her name is uh, watching the video back right now. <laughs> yeah, because um, I want to get her name because she's she just started following me and I really, really love her stuff. Um, okay. She is the feel good dietitian. Her name is Lauren Cadillac. Yes. Okay. She she's, yeah, she's very she's big. Awesome. On Instagram. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, yeah, she goes, I've worked with um, a lot of people, um, from overeaters anonymous, and that doesn't work because they try to restrict them from the food. Mm -hmm. Um, and she's like, restriction leads to the binging problem. Right. Um, it's not a, it's not an addiction, um, physically, like, yeah. so you have to work with a person on their relationship with the food. And yes. she was trying to like back me up on this. And I was like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, th thank you for saying this because you're totally right. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just, I get really emotional and struck when people try to, um, they just, it makes you feel bad, like for saying, you know, some of these things that even though they're true, like, I don't mm -hmm. want to dismiss, like I said, anyone else's other feelings. It's just different. Well, here's, here's what it comes down you know? to is everybody likes the, the no bullshit approach that you and I have and mm -hmm. holding people accountable until we call them on their bullshit and we hold them accountable. Yeah. Period. And I'm not saying everybody, I shouldn't say everybody, but there's some people that, that they love. They love it when we're calling people out and calling people on their bullshit until we do it with them. Um, Cause it's, it's hard to look inward and look at your own shit. It's very, very fucking hard. And it's very hard mm -hmm. to accept the fact that you, the person that's on the receiving end of this, no bullshit um, is the one that controls their destiny and nobody else, mm -hmm. nothing else, you know, yeah. they're, they're the only ones that can help themselves and, and, and elicit that change. And yes, we, and, and other people are out there to help you and to guide you along the way. But if you don't want to go through the work yourself, nothing is going to happen. Yeah. Which, which kind of leads into what we want to talk about today. <laughs> That's a really good segue. <laughs> <laughs> Communication with your coach or literally anybody for that. Anybody. Matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we seem to have a communication issue in this Houston. In this we have a communication problem. Um, <laughs> no one, everyone likes to beat around the bush and not face their shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or they like to run from it as a society. And, and also with coaching and, and being honest with your coach, but it's, it's a society as a whole, we have a huge communication problem. This is, we live in um, a society of we're ghosting people and just oh. leaving people on red and ignoring them and ignoring our fucking problems is the new mm -hmm. norm. And, and it's ridiculous. It's awful. And it's not going, it's not going to help anybody by ignoring no. these problems. Um, no. Cause talking about our problems and what we're going through and our feelings, talking about our feelings and expressing ourselves is hard. It makes us uncomfortable. It makes us vulnerable and um, it gives us that fear of rejection and we don't want to potentially put ourselves out there like that. So we're just going to ignore the problem and hope that it goes away. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, how, so going, have you, have you had a client ghost you ever? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and isn't that like a punch in the gut? It's a huge, it's a slap in the face. It's, 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 it's an uppercut and it's a slap in the face and it's, yeah. it's, it's all these other, it's, it's so disrespectful. It's, it's wasting uh, my time. It's wasting your time, your money. If you're paying me first and foremost, mm -hmm. you're wasting your own money. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I've done. And recently I've, it's been a big problem for me recently in my coaching business. Uh, I've had quite a mm -hmm. few clients in the first month after signing yeah. a six month agreement, 
um, like just ghosting after two weeks. MIA. 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 Oh, yeah. Like you just paid me all this money. Um, mm-hmm. And now you're like, like, and just up and all of a sudden canceling the, the payment plan or just not answering our check-ins or our messages right? and things like that. And I, and I, and me, and I know you do this too, Beth, when, when I bring on a new client, I am very, very clear about what our mm-hmm. expectations are with coaching. Yes. And the, the one, the, one of the biggest things I emphasize on my, my coaching consultations before anybody ever becomes a client. And if I feel, if I get the feel that they are not a good communicator, I will not bring them on because I don't mm-hmm. want to deal with it. I tell them in order for this relationship to work, this coach client relationship, in order for us to help you, you need to help yourself, but we need communication. And that just yeah. doesn't go from the clients. That, that's a two-way street. We need communication from the clients to us you, as your coaches, mm-hmm. and we need to be able to communicate with you. Um, and we're going to communicate with you, but if we're not getting anything back, we can't help you. We, yeah. And it goes with being, you know, having that honesty with yourself and with your coach. And we don't know if you're struggling, if you, if you're, right. not, if you're not telling us like that's, yeah, yeah. we're not in with you in person. Okay. And, and even, even if we were with you in person, you would still have to be forthcoming with that. Maybe we could read your body language and things like that a little bit better, or you would just skip our appointments, you know, in person. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's a huge problem. It's a huge problem. Yeah. And it's like, we invest in these people emotionally too. Yes. It's like, you know, they don't understand, like, we want you to succeed. And when, like, I've had clients ghost me that I've created relationships with. You take like, it very and personally. And we're talking, taking over a few months, like, we're talking, like, video chats and just, mm-hmm. like, you know, and then suddenly you're there, they are gone. And you're like, did you, what like, fuck? what happened? Did you get did, a fucking Like, are you okay, in? first and foremost? Are you we're... dead? Like, where yeah. are you? Like, seriously, I'll be, uh, I'll be sending them videos, sending them emails. I'll be thinking about them at night. Like, what happened? Like, we yeah. just talked. And then they are fucking gone. I just, as a human being, I could never do that to somebody. I just don't understand someone's logic of not, of creating a relationship with someone, hiring someone, paying them money. um, And then you just completely ditch, like you fucking run, like you weren't even like that person did not exist. We are human people. Uh, We have feelings here. Um, (laughs) We're not robots. you, You know, it's like, you think that we're not going to, we're just going to forget about you and be like, ah, oh, screw that person. You know, I, no. I didn't want them to succeed at all. Right. I, it, makes, <laughs> it makes no sense. It's like, you we guys, we need to fucking talk. This is why we, or you are coming to us in the first place is because nothing is changed until it is faced. <laughs> right. So you got to face your shit, man. Like a recurring theme on our show, on our podcast, right? Going back to with Susan Ebergall. Yeah. Like, you know, are you ready to be open and honest about your shit? You know, Mm -hmm. and it's tough, you know, and for me personally, you know how I, you know, I've been struggling with a lot of stuff personally with my, in my life with, with family Mm -hmm. and things like that. But then with my business and coaching and everything like that too, those, these last two weeks were very fucking difficult for me because um, a lot of my newer clients were just, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to call anybody out here, but I kind of am. I guess I, I am. Um, just after a week or two, like, just say, see ya. Like, okay, I just signed a six month agreement. And, uh, two weeks later, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not feeling like, you know, um, yeah. because they realize like they're going to have to put in some fucking work. Right. That's the thing. It's going to take work. And it, mm-hmm. if you're not ready for coaching, then don't, don't do it. Like you need to be ready. You need to be absolutely a hundred percent all in. Yes, you do. You do. And you know, like you going on, we're like, we're people. And that, that impacted me greatly. Like, yeah, it was, it was I was on vacation with my son and mm-hmm. I still have a business to run. So I still need to, I still need to be checking in and doing things like that. Yeah. And for me as a, as a person, as a coach, as a, as a business owner, it was so defeating mm-hmm. when I was on vacation and I would, I would be getting people canceling after two weeks or just oh, ghosting yeah. and, 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 and fight and trying to get their money back and things like that after for their first month when we've already committed and, and spent yeah. all of our time and money into getting them set up and everything. Writing know? programs and so, that stuff takes time. From know, a business perspective, if somebody signs yeah. up with me and only stays on for one month, I lose money. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, I can't, I, I cannot be paying <laughs> to coach people. Yeah. You, you gotta, know? yeah, it's just exactly. disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. These, and that's the other thing, honoring your fucking commitments and your agreements too. You wouldn't start a job or you wouldn't 
uh, if let's say you're a contractor or a consultant, you want to say, okay, I'm, yeah, I'm going to come work with you for six months and here's the rate and everything. Here's our, here's what I expect from you. And then um, you would, you, if that employer let you go after two weeks and you had a six month contract in place, you'd be fucking pissed. Mm-hmm. They're, they are now impacting you financially. You're, they're impacting yeah. your, your family, your mental state and everything. Um, yeah. but, but only that, like you, you, you mentioned being ready for coaching too. And that that's very, very important. Um, yeah. So like, what are some things that says that, that's, that say that you're, you know, ready for coaching? What are we, what are some things that they should, some questions people should be asking? Uh, I think if, if you're ready too. Yeah, I think, are they ready to put in the work? Are they ready to be honest? Are they ready to communicate? Um, you know, are they, uh, you know, everyone wants to be accountable until they're accountable for, yeah. really. Like, yep. And that's the number one thing on sales calls. It's like, I just need the accountability. Okay, well, I'm going to, you know. Here's how I'm going to hold you accountable. So you need to be fucking accountable. Like where you're like, I, we're not chasing down check-ins. We're not fucking babysitters. And a lot of the times I feel like I am. Um, and like you said, like I let them know in the beginning, like, this is what you need to do. This is what I expect from you. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what you should expect from me. So why aren't we doing this? By like, signing up with us, you are agreeing to those you know, things. That's yeah. the thing. So uh, you know what you're getting when you sign up with us and, and with other coaches, at least I hope your coach is making things like, perfectly clear. And I'm, and I, and I don't want to make this seem like we're just calling out, um, clients no, no. and, and, and people on the internet and things like that. This goes to coaches too. Coaches need to have mm-hmm. good communication skills and good people skills yeah. as well. So it's, it, it's a two way street. Okay. It goes both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're, if you and your coach are ready to jump in and get to work, there's going to, it's, it's going to take trial and error. It's going to find, it's going to be some fine tuning. You know, what, what works, what doesn't work. Let's try this. Does it work? Does this sound good? No, it doesn't work. Okay. Well, now let's try this. That's why yeah. it takes time because this isn't yeah. an overnight thing. It's not a quick fix thing in order for us to, to work with you and find something that, you know, is going to help you with that lifestyle change that we're after. You're going to try some shit. Some shit's not going to work. There's going to be some bumps yeah. on the road, you know? But that's and you why gotta we're let here. Us, you gotta let a coach know, like, this is not working for me, you know. Yep. And that we work through it. That's what we're mm-hmm. there for. Yep. And I would say when 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 coaching relationships don't work out and things like that, it, it ultimately it comes down to I would say the communication and also people just not being ready for coaching. And that's fine mm-hmm. if you're not ready for coaching, but um be open and be 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 verbal about that, you know. Um, yeah. especially now that online and virtual coaching is really starting to become the new norm. Um, right. you can work with people all over the, all over the globe, you know? Um, yeah. but with communication too, it's like everybody communicates differently too. So maybe it's just, we need to find their way of communication. You know, maybe mm-hmm. it's just their, their style of communication, um, frequency method. Like, do they prefer text messaging? Like I, I do text messaging support with a lot of my clients because they don't want to be mm-hmm. on the app. That's fine. I'm happy to do that. If you don't yeah. want to be on, be on an app, checking messages and things like that. Um, maybe they, maybe they want those video, the, the, the videos, you know, voice notes and things like that. Or maybe mm-hmm. they don't really need communication. Maybe they just need somebody to check in with them from time to time to make sure they're following the plan. It's everybody's different, but if yeah. we're not, if we're not communicating those expectations mm-hmm. and preferences ahead of time, nobody's going to know how this, how, you're not, the coach and the client aren't going to know how to kind of um, go through those mud, you know, un- you know they won't know how to work together in a yeah. com- communicable, communicable manner. <laughs> yeah. And, and on that line, <laughs> we should be saying it and not assuming it, right? We shouldn't be just making assume, assumptions. We shouldn't just. Yeah. Make never assume. make assumptions. That's, that's yeah. another thing. Like, never make assumptions. Yep. And that goes for, again, coaches and for our clients. Um, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. What we've heard everything right. When what happens when you assume, you know, um, you make an ass out of you and me, but it's, it's, it's true. Yeah. And it, mm-hmm. it doesn't help to further the relationship. Um, yeah. And this, I, I want to go back to a point you made earlier. We are forming, these are relationships, you know, mm-hmm. um, I've got a, a call tomorrow with a client that's been with me for six months. And that's usually, you know, six or so months is how long somebody works with me, maybe longer, mm-hmm. but um, tomorrow's their offboarding call. And I yeah. it's going to be an emotional call. You know, I, I know get sad. Going. I get sad. 
yeah. but it's a good, it's a, it's a good, it's like a happy sad, you know? Oh yeah. It's a happy sad. It's a good sad. Like, Oh my yeah. God, like these person is, they're ready to go. They're ready to do this on the, their own. They've got mm -hmm. the skill set and everything they need to do this on their own. And I'm really excited for them to do this on their own. Cause that's our job as coaches is to get you set up and get to a place where you can do this on your own. We might not see yeah. people from point A to point C. We're going to get them from point A to point B so they can get to C and further on you know, and beyond on their own, you know? Yeah. We shouldn't yeah. be, um, drilling and, and, and teaching and coaching our clients in a way that they depend on us and need us forever, you know? Right. Right. Exactly. On, at the beginning, it's understandable for there, for there to be more communication and, mm -hmm. um, handholding, I guess, in a way. Right. Yeah. 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 The um, beginning is like when I, yeah, I feel like it's, they need us like the most, you know, yes. cause it's, it's all new and you know, they need to be walked through a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, um, this client in particular, you know, the first couple of months were heavy, you know, heavy hit lots of hands on and troubleshooting and things mm -hmm. like that. But then these last couple of months, I'm just sending them a message a couple of times a week. They're like, Matt, no, I'm good. I'll let you know if I need anything. I'm following yeah. the plan. I'm mm -hmm. doing my own workouts now. Like they've taken the workouts and everything, the structure that I've taught them and how to make their own workouts. And they're doing nice. it on their own and they found ways to doing, you know, this person, this client really likes doing like circuit training and things like that. So she's taken her her strength workouts and everything like that and the structure and, and how to make progress. Mm -hmm. And she's starting to incorporate that on, on her own, but we wouldn't have yeah. ever gotten there if she wasn't open with me and, and with herself, she told, you know, she didn't like, she didn't like strength training when we first started. She's like, no, mm -hmm. Matt, I, it just doesn't interest me. But, um, once I asked, I just asked her to try it. Like, let's try this. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, she still doesn't love it, but she loves the impact that it's having on her life and her health, her blood pressure is down, her cholesterol is down, um, her A1C is down. And yes, that's nutrition as well, but the workouts go and strength running goes a long way into that. Um, so yeah. she knows the benefits of doing it. So she's going to continue doing it. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Because she was honest with herself. So, yeah. And then like workouts too, right? Like, um, we, if, if we don't see that, um, a client is marking, you know, blogging their workouts and things like that, mm -hmm. what I, I know we said we shouldn't assume, but we are assuming that they're not doing it then. Right. If we're not seeing right. you complete those workouts, the assumption is you're not doing them and we'll be like, mm -hmm. okay, at least me, I'll ask you a couple of times what's going on and things like that. But if it continues to be an issue, then, mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it's, we have to figure out why we have to figure out why. Yeah, that too. And also you have to be honest with yourself. Here comes the honesty again on how much time you can commit to workouts each week. Yeah. I think a lot of people come on, they're very excited. They're like, I want five workouts a week. It's like, okay, no, 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 no way. Okay. What can yeah. you realistically do? Cause if you can't do two, then you're not going to do five. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What can you consistently and, and, and do and, and stick with? And we're, we're yeah. so, as a society, we think more is better when it comes to workouts. Like I got to be in the gym five, six days a week for an hour and a half every time. Like mm -hmm. hell to the no, you don't. No. Um, and this is something, no. this is something we've seen with the Patreon too, a little bit too, is we've had a couple of people cancel the Patreon because they're like, this is, this is easy. There's nothing like, first of all, if it's, if the workouts that we're giving you are easy, you're not pushing yourself hard enough. Yeah. Yeah. You can make any <laughs> I, workout hard. Yeah. You're not pushing yourself hard enough in the gym with because we're, what we're doing, we're, we're, we're doing, and that working out doesn't need to be some weird, mysterious, complex thing we're, we're, yeah. we're, we're incorporating basic human movements. You don't need mm -hmm. to be doing a fucking BOSU ball squat. I'm yeah. sorry. That's the thing. Is, it's like sweating. No. Doesn't mean a good workout. Like just because yeah. you're not programming the shit, like burpees and all this stuff that's going to make your heart beat and sweat balls mm -hmm. doesn't mean it's not effective. Um, I think that's what people um, like th the workouts aren't hard enough. Like, what are you doing then? Yeah. <laughs> why, why is, why does it, why does shit have to be hard? Why does know, shit have to be hard? That doesn't mean, yeah. It, hard isn't better. I don't want yeah. shit to be hard. Like we can do hard things as you always say, Beth, but shit mm -hmm. doesn't, we shouldn't be making things hard just for the sake of things being hard. Yeah. Well, behavior change. That's hard. Consistency. Mm -hmm. That's hard. Our workouts should not be hard. Our workouts should be very clear, very detailed. And we know exactly what we're going to do. Have a mm -hmm. uh, plan outlined sets, reps. Here's how you do it. How much stress you should be doing. Go take that and fucking crush it. That yeah. like, 
it shouldn't be hard. Right. <laughs> like what the hard, the hard thing within those constraints of the workout plan should be how hard you're pushing yourself within mm -hmm. those sets and reps. If you have, uh, if we're giving you three sets of 10 and you do those three sets of 10, but you could have done five to six more reps, you didn't push yourself. You didn't use appropriate weight. Yeah. You didn't, right. maybe you, you didn't, you didn't, you, you weren't explosive enough. You didn't, you didn't um, use mind muscle connection. You weren't, you know, um, time under tension wasn't right. Things like that. If, if, the, if you're done with a, a set and you ask, and this is what everybody should be doing right after they're done with a set, it's like, mm -hmm. okay, on a scale of one to 10, how hard was that? Um, right. I find, I personally feel like the sweet spot is right around eight out of 10. You know, mm -hmm. if you're giving yourself an eight out of 10, um, after each set, like, okay, cool. You have potentially like two more reps left in the tank. That's a really good place to be. Yeah. We shouldn't be failing, uh, our, our sets. We should almost never be failing our sets unless we are doing something maybe for the first time or we're testing our maxes, which yeah. most people shouldn't be testing maxes because it doesn't fucking matter. As long as you're consistently making progress and adding weight mm -hmm. or adding, um, you know, improving your form and, and things like that, yeah. that matters. That's the thing is your form. Like if you, before adding weight, you got to have good form. Yep. Form above Nothing all wrong. form above everything. Yep. And good and having good form that will teach good uh, body mechanics and good movement mm -hmm. patterns and, and things like that. And it will prevent injury. Yeah. <laughs> Prevent injury. That's the thing. Work out injury. Prevent, preventing injury too. You don't need to take your workouts to the point of injury. Yep. Absolutely. And then along those lines, if you're working with a coach, let let your coach know how you're feeling about those workouts after your workouts mm -hmm. and things like that. Like we, we, we take that feedback, the, the biofeedback and things like that. And we incorporate yeah. that into your workout plans. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you're not doing them correctly. Like, I think that that's like, that's why communication is key. If you're like, I feel like it's too easy. Well, yep. then tell your coach, maybe film yourself doing them. And they could be like, well, this Absolutely. is why, mm -hmm. because you can do 20 when it's only like 10, because you're using a eight pound freaking weight. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, gotta hate that. I, I, I know strength is subjective. Everybody uh, you know, everybody, what's heavy for me, isn't going to be heavy for somebody else. And what's heavy for them right. is probably going to be, uh, you know, very heavy for me or whatever. I don't know what I'm saying there, but heavy um, is relative to the individual. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's, again, it goes back to being honest with yourself. Like if you're just doing, going through the motions of your workouts, you're not going to be reaping the benefits that, that much. Yeah. And we don't need to be doing these those pink dumbbells, the two pound dumbbells and the eight pounders and things like that. Eight pounders, you know, and, and those lower weights are appropriate for some movements, but, yeah, um, yeah. I don't want to see like you squatting with raises the, or something. Yeah. I don't want to see you squatting. If you're using dumbbells, if you're doing like a goblet squat, I don't want to see you using a two pound weight in front of you as for a goblet squat. Yeah. Oh God. No. You know, yeah. for most people, for most people. Right. Right. And, so, and, and this goes also back to what you said earlier about, you know, being honest and realistic. So honesty, real, being realistic expectations by your schedule. So your work schedule, your, what you can commit to working out and also your training load, right? Like, um, if your overall volume's too much, you know, you, your volume is going to be your sets, reps, how many pound, the poundage you're, you're moving and things like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm feeling, uh. I don't know. I think we're a little feisty on this one, but I'm okay with that. So this is, yeah, I know the subject is something that you and I have, I know, talked privately about oh, for the past yeah. few months that we've been seeing this trend that I just feel like communication and this is not just coaching. Like we said earlier, just communication period is really in the I shit. Think, well, A, because we care. Yeah. And I think that's a really, we put a lot of our heart and soul into our coaching and mm -hmm. I don't think sometimes people don't understand that, like as coaches that we are in the business of helping you. And so that comes with a, like a lot of empathy and, you know, all kinds of stuff. And it, it's, it's a lot of emotion that come goes into this, um, to helping yeah. someone change your, we're changing your life or that's what we want to do because mm -hmm. you came to us for that, for that guidance. And so, you know, it means a lot to us, a, that you came to us. Yeah. So um, not only that, like, it's just then when you, you ditch someone and you don't communicate, 
um, there's this, it's almost like, like if you're in a fight with your husband or girlfriend or whatever, and they just stop talking to you, you, where's the closure? It's, there is none. That's, I need the fucking closure here. I'm not going to stop until I get it. And when you ghost us, there's no fucking closure. And, and yeah. so it's like, oh my God, we're yeah. left to think, the worst. assume the worst. Is it, <laughs> is it me? Do. Or, yeah, or what the fuck yeah. did I do? And then yeah. you start like going through every, every, I've gone through back through my Marco Polos, through emails. I'm like, what did I say? Did I say yeah. something that could have like done this? Mm -hmm. um it's it's fucking taxing on our mental state to be honest um <laughs> it is and so unfortunately that's the downfall of of the way that you and i are because we're empathetic and we care mm -hmm. but on the flip side there are some coaches that don't care um yeah. you know yeah. and if you want a coach that doesn't care go to them but if you want a coach that cares we are the ones we are the ones for you um, right. the coaches that don't care and i'm not saying this to speak, speak negative negatively they're out there they're out there, but um, they're the program. They're the coaches that are probably going to be taking on hundreds of clients, um, but also at a cheaper rate because they can just sit there and churn them out and spit out cookie cutter programs and yeah. check in with you once a month. Um, and if you don't yeah. do the, and if you don't get results, it's your fault. That's not the way that we do things. Here. Yeah, no, this is all individualized. So when we get your initial onboarding questionnaire, which we ask a ton of questions, we're of literally questions. going through your past um, your injuries, like we're going through some deep, some of it's pretty deep. Um, yeah. and so it's like, we're getting to know you through that and we're trying to come up with the best solution for you. And so that takes a lot of effort. It does. Um, it takes a lot of effort. And I've, I've been on multiple coaching consultations before people even mm -hmm. come become a client where we get very deep and emotional. Yeah, like My, my coaching calls, my coaching consults actually, Beth are starting to get it to be about 45 minutes or so on average, mm -hmm, yeah. you know, because we're, we're going into such high detail and yeah. emotional shit. Like sometimes there's tears and things like that. And yeah, that's okay. absolutely. But like, mm -hmm. um, it's, we fucking care a lot. We wear our hearts mm -hmm. on our sleeves. And when we're yeah, not, yeah. when that's not being reciprocated, that it's, we take it personally. And, um, People tell us, well, you shouldn't be doing that. Well, that's just how we are. We, we're, we're emotional people. We're empathetic. And, mm -hmm. and, and if, you, if you're working with us, you're likely that way too, we would hope, you know, but we're also no yeah. bullshit too. There's a fine line between um, being no bullshit and just being a pushover essentially too, you know? Yeah. So. And, you know, I think communication is the key to opening the doors of you getting to where you want to be in your life, no matter where it is really. You know, yeah. it's like, if you're, if you're doing that to your coach, what else are you doing in your life? What else are you right. not communicating about? Like you're are, holding you're yourself your back in so many probably different areas that you don't yeah. even realize it. Could be your career. You could be not, yeah. maybe, maybe you're not communicating with your boss um, about how you're feeling. Maybe you're disgruntled mm -hmm. as fuck, but your boss has no idea because you are too afraid of conflict. So you're just bottling those feelings up until you, um, your work performance starts suffering or you blow up and go off on a coworker or your boss, and then you get fired or you quit mm -hmm. or you just leave and find a new job. And then you carry, then you're going to have the same problems all over again after a while, you know, yeah. or it could be with communication problems with your significant other. If you're not communicating to them, um, about how you're feeling, um, it's probably going to lead to a poor relationship down the road. Um, mm -hmm. you know, communication in all aspects of life is very, very important. Yeah. But also listening, not listening is a big part of communication too, right? Being able to listen. Oh yeah. Yeah. Being a good listener. And that's another thing that like, as we, as us as coaches, we practice. And I know me and Matt have even talked about it, like becoming, being a listener is actually really hard um, because we want to tell you what to do so bad. Yeah. We want to be like, no, you need to do this, but we know the answer. Can't do that. Right. But we want you to figure out the answer because that our job as coaches is to show you where to look, not tell you what to see. Because if you, if we tell you something, it's like a child, you're not going to want to do it. You're like, nah, we have no. to help guide we're going to try to help, like have you figure it out on your own. So there's going to be a lot of listening, a lot of asking questions. questions. Yeah. Um, yep. So yeah, listening is, is, is hard. Sometimes, it is. For sure. And I'm going to, I'm going to call myself out here, Beth, because that's yeah. something on, on our <laughs> podcast. I've actually, um, called myself out for 
as well, right? Like I have been quick in the past to just start talking and chime in. I'm pr- I've probably done it in this episode um, <laughs> um, and, and potentially even interrupting people at times because I just want to contribute to the conversation. But really what I should be doing is just fucking listening. Like, shut up, Matt. Like, you know, I still struggle with that. It's hard. I've, I was really bad about listening when I first started coaching. And then I um, took that HMCC course, which, you know, mindset. And then a lot of like Jordan, you know, listening to his podcast and how he, he's a, sometimes I'm like, oh my God, how is he so quiet for like that fucking 15 minutes? I'm like, he just really listened. And I'm like, God, you know, practicing that it takes, it takes practice. Mm -hmm. It's like any other skill you have to hone it. Yep. Uh And I love what you said about questions too, because ultimately that's, that's one of our main jobs is to ask questions. And Mm -hmm. The, the answers to those questions that you come up with, you might not like those answers, but yeah. um, you're going to, you might unravel some heavy shit, some ugly shit. So then you're faced with the decision of, oh shit, do I just ignore this question and then ghost my coach or go, ghost my significant other therapist, whatever it might be, or do, or am I ready to, to, to confront that? Yeah. Yeah. And we ask a lot of questions. I have actually, my clients do like a lot of like, um, answering questions with journaling. And, you know, I've had clients tell me that I've never done this much like homework and yeah. like diving deep. It's like, that's how you get to the root of, you know, this is not Absolutely. just a calorie, like counting your calorie program here. We, nope. we go deep. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It's like behavioral therapy, you know, on my team, you know, mm-hmm. and I know you, you incorporate a lot of that type of stuff too. We have a cognitive behavioral therapist. So like yeah. there's going, we're changing behaviors is not easy. Not, no. not easy. Not easy. Mm-mm. Not at all. Mm-mm. But we're here. We, we, we are, we're all here. If you're listening to this podcast, I think it's safe to assume that you're, that you want to better yourself, that you want to improve the quality of your life and which is amazing. And we're fucking here for that. We're here to help you with that. Um, yeah, yeah. So when we challenge you and ask you questions or when you're in our comments and things like that, understand we're doing it from a place of uh, empathy and we, and we, we want to help you get there. Um, and we right. may call you out sometimes. But hopefully, yeah, we're, yeah. you know, hopefully it's, it's not seen as a way that we're attacking you personally, where yeah, it's, yeah. it's just as we're, we're asking you because we, we want to get you thinking um, yeah, and not, and not if, just going through the movements. If we trigger in something in you, it's not because we're being evil and mean. We're, we're trying to make you think. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. A little thinking goes a long way. <laughs> yeah. Um, you may not, you may not like it. Yeah. And, and you know what, we're probably, we're doing our job then. If So we just ask you like, take that with it, take, you know, take that with a grain of salt and, and understand mm-hmm. that what our intentions are. We're not doing it to talk shit to you and, and, uh, and, and things like that. Um, it's so that we can get you to think hard and look inward and come up with these answers yourself. Yeah. Like when, Absolutely. for instance, right. One of the common questions we always get, right, or one of the common things that we always go through with people in our comments is like, oh, well, um, why are you talking badly about keto or intermittent intermittent fasting or what X diet, whatever it might be? It works for Mm -hmm. me. Like, okay, cool. Can you do this for the rest of your life? People hate that question. Right. Can you do this for the rest of your life? How many times have you done this? (laughs) How many times have you done that keto? Yeah. Yeah. And if it's more than once, um, that's a problem. That's the thing. Like we're not saying this shit because we we don't like keto. We're saying it because we know for a fucking fact it is unsustainable. Right. Um. You you know I you don't have people coming to us uh, saying that they haven't had a potato or a slice of bread in five years for no reason. Like right. people are legit legitimately afraid of those things because of that diet. And it's bullshit. Um. Yeah. So. There's anyway. zero reason to be afraid of food. Yeah. Zero zero i uh well some of the comments i was i was in this morning i i posted a video i reposted an older video about like um all, all how all diets work right by getting you mm-hmm. in a calorie deficit and yeah and they're like but that's not what intermittent fasting is for intermittent fasting is for improving your health and this and this and this and like mm-hmm. yeah but guess what that's not unique to intermittent fasting. You don't have to restrict your eating windows in order to reap the benefits of intermittent fasting. You know, they were like, but it helps stabilize my blood sugars and it helped my A1C go down. I'm like, great. You, 
that likely happened as a result of you being in a calorie deficit by, right. by losing body Eating fat. more protein, maybe. I mean, there's so many <laughs> different reasons. Having a balanced plate, I don't yeah. know. You, um, you could have taken- you could have taken that intermittent fasting and not done it and consumed the same amount of calories that you were in intermittent fasting, you would have gotten the same fucking results. And there are studies Mm -hmm. after studies after studies that prove this time and time again. Lane Norton is is constantly uh, posting studies about intermittent fasting and, you know, and calorie deficit. Yep. It's not magic. Intermittent fasting is not magic and keto is not magic and all this other stuff. And that's, that's the other thing too, is um, the community, not, not, not communication, but realistic expectations and, um, un- like just understanding. I think a lot of people just don't understand the way these things work. I, I was challenging somebody this morning or last night in my comments. Um, first of all, she, it was, fuck, what comment was it? Or video was it? I don't remember exactly the video, but she was saying something along the lines of, um, oh, it was, uh, blood, blood sugar and things like that Uh and sugar and how sugar impacts that. And she was saying, Oh, she was saying, if you have, um, if you're insulin resistant, that sugar will get stored as fat. And I responded to her. I said, it will not get stored as fat. If you're in a caloric deficit, it is physically Mm -hmm. impossible. And she of course said, no, I'm wrong. My doctor told me this. And I'm and I'm, and I always hate that response. I'm like, doctors are great, but like doctors don't know everything. And some of them know fuck all about nutrition. Uh, Right. No. And, and I'm like, so then I challenged her a little bit and I said, please explain to me how insulin resistance violates the first law of thermodynamics. And for mm-hmm. those listening that don't know, we, Beth and I talk to talk about this all the time, thermodynamics, you cannot create nor destroy energy. It can only be mm-hmm. transferred. Okay. So what that means is um, if you're in a calorie deficit, right. And, and deficit of energy to maintain your body, your body wants its homeostasis. It's all, all mm-hmm. about balance. And so homeostasis and the first law of thermodynamics go hand in hand. Yeah. Your body can physically cannot, it's impossible for it to store body fat in a deficit of energy, no matter what the food, the macro micronutrient right. makeup is that you're bringing in. It's impossible. There's study, study, so many studies that, that prove this. Mm-hmm. And, and I asked her, I said, okay, explain to me how insulin resistance violates the first law of thermodynamics and the homeostasis. And she said, um, I'm not going to listen to you. Um, I'm not going to disregard what my doctor said. I'm like, first of all, I would never tell you to disregard what your doctor is saying. Right. Um, she's like, your advice is generalized. I'm like, you're fucking right. It is generalized, but also, um, what you're saying is still factually incorrect. Sorry. Right. So, yeah. And that was just, you know, she, they don't like that. People don't like facts. People don't like science. Um, no, because it challenges their, their ego and their assumptions and their biases and their opinions. Yeah. We're, we get, we get very attached to our opinions and things are facts. Facts don't care about your feelings. Facts don't care about your feelings. No, that's true. Unfortunately. Um, yep. There's our mo- no bullshit quote of the show right there. Facts don't give a fuck about your feelings. They don't. Okay? The data, Lane Norton's famous saying, data over your feelings. Data doesn't give a yeah. fuck about your feelings. Yeah. It doesn't. Data is data. You you no. can get, get, what is getting upset about the data going to do? Like, I don't yeah. like that science experiment that person ran that proved me wrong. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sorry. That, that's like, that's like putting all your emotion in a scale number. That That's data. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, Beth. Yeah. Well, is is that all we have to say about communication and honesty? And I think I think we kind of hit it. Yeah. Fiery, a little fiery uh, episode there. A little bit, yeah. But I think yeah. it's necessary. You know, this is us. This is who we are. We care. We're passionate. So. Yeah. We. We're you get all. Passionate. You get all of us, you guys. All <laughs> of us. Okay. <laughs> the, you don't get to pick good, and choose which one. The which good, of us. The bad you... and the ugly. Okay. <laughs> Yes. I love that. Totally. It's coming from a place of, it's because we fucking care. We care. That's right. We care. We do. Our fellow no bullshitters. And we (laughs) want you to fucking care about yourself. Okay. So communicate with us, please (laughs) communicate with your significant other. Just fucking communicate. What that quote, uh, Jerry Maguire, help me help you. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
we can't help you if you don't fucking give us the information. Like we can't, like we are not mind readers. And I think another thing is people don't communicate because they think they did something wrong. Like we're not oh. here to scold. We're not here to yeah. scold you. Like I am not judging you or Matt is not judging you at all, ever, ever. Yeah. Um, so if you feel like you may have fucked up or whatever, that's part of the process. That is why you hired us for coaching is so we can actually walk you through that. Um, because 99.9% .9 of the time you came to us because you're a, um, it's hard for you to be consistent and you give up on yourself because you think you fuck up all the time. So we're here to walk you through that, guide you. Yes, so. absolutely. Guide you. We're, as coaches, we're here, not necessarily for when things are good, right? It's when, it's when things are going, are, are tough and you know, you're hitting those bumps on the road and there's going to be challenging times. I can promise you that. So let's set that expectation right away. Things are not always going to be hunky dory and awesome and mm -hmm. sunshine and rainbows and unicorns and all that shit. It's going to be yeah, hard yeah. at some point. That's what, that's what we're here for as coach, as your coach. Yeah. To guide you and help when things are tough and things are hard, you might feel like nothing is going right. But I guess I, I, or not, I guess I promise you some things are going right and you're doing some things right. really fucking well. And we're going to show you that. We're going to show you that. Yep. Yep. And then, and then we're going to help. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Oh, no, you finished. I was, I was just going to go off on another thing. And then I was just going to say, and then we're, we're going to look at the things that are going not so well and then help you to understand why and how, how we can work on improving that. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All right. So I was, gonna, I was actually just going to. I was just going to talk about running and how we, ah, we're, I wanted to let, ever, let everyone know what we're doing. Yeah. If they don't know. If you don't know, now you know. Was that Biggie Small? <laughs> <That is. laughs> if you don't know, now you know. Yeah, that is. Yep. Oh my God, that's too funny. Um, <laughs> couch to 5K. Matt and I are doing it. It's legit beginner. Like you can't get any more beginner than this. Yeah. I haven't ran, uh, since 2016 was the last time I intentionally ran other than maybe sprints. I did, a, mm -hmm. I did a 5k in 2016 and then promptly retired. Cause I was like, yeah, I hate this, but yeah, <laughs> I gotta say yeah. really quickly about running. Maybe I'm, I, I don't know. It's only been one day that I did my running, but I actually might enjoy it this time around. I think when I did, when I've done it in the past, I was running for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. So Right. And that's why a lot of people start running because they think they need to punish themselves or yeah. um, to burn calories or to, they have to run to lose fat. I've done that in the past, but I'm doing it for an entirely different reason this time. So, yeah, yeah. same. Yeah. I just want to, I mean, I was a runner. I, and I think I did it for the wrong reasons in the beginning, but, and mm -hmm. then as I became more of a runner, I started doing it because mentally it was a really good out for me. Like when I trained for the marathon, I listened to whole audiobooks like i listened to can't hurt me by david goggins which got me through a lot of my uh, runs. that probably fired you the fuck up oh it was amazing have you ever listened to that <laughs> no oh man does, i think does he does. does he read it does he speak it as well he does it's like yep. it's almost like a podcast so he has someone else reading it and they're there together and so he like jumps in it's awesome it, okay. it's like meant it's about like you know um that everything is mental. Like mm -hmm. everything we do, you know, has to do with our mental mentality about everything. And okay, I don't know, it fired me up. Oh um, yeah. So anyway, yeah, running. I it's a good. I, I need something right now to step away from everything. Like even on my walks, I'm on my phone. This way, if I'm yeah. running, I'm not going to be watching TikToks. I'm not going to be responding to comments. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to be doing that. And I need you in the concrete. Yeah, that's what yeah. I need. So I'm excited. It's hard to start from the beginning. And this is where comparison, right? We tell us not, I'm not comparing myself to who I was two years ago when I was running. right. Right. I'm not there anymore. I'm, I'm here now and you start where you are. That's important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. meet, meet yourself where you're at. Don't, don't beat yourself up because you're not where you used to be or where you want to be. Just focus on yeah. where you are now. Yeah. So are you one day into it or did you get your second day in yet today? Are you doing I'm going to do my second day soon, probably after we talk on the podcast okay. though, because it's okay. raining out. I got to go on the treadmill. Mm. Oh, gotcha. Down in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Mm. Cool. It's not yeah. raining here. I'm going I'm to do day two tomorrow. I feel really good though. I, so I just did my day one yesterday. I was, I was curious if my sh my shins were going to be, you know, sore or my mm -hmm. calves were going to be sore today. No. Um, I feel pretty good. So I'm, I'm excited. And that's because with the couch to couch, the couch to 5k program, right? The nice thing is 
it eases you into running. You don't just start yeah. running. You don't just run a 5k after never having done it or not doing it in, in years. You need to ease into it. So, right. The first, I don't know the first week I think of couch to 5k it's, it's uh, running for one minute and then walking for 90 seconds. And you do yeah. that for eight rounds with a five minute warm up and cool down. Um, yeah. Perfect. It's, it's a perfect introduction and getting your feet wet. And that's what do we always talk about? Right, Beth? Starting yeah. small and, and making it easy to start out with and then building from mm-hmm. that. And this, is and this way you won't get injured. And I know when I started running, I did not do the couch to 5k. I just went right into it and I got shin splints, plantar mm-hmm. fasciitis. So yep. this way you're building up, building it up. You're, you know, so you're less likely to get injured doing the couch to 5k rather than just trying to run three miles straight, because that's actually what's going to make it miserable. If you try to go from zero to 160, you're going to be like, yeah. I hate running. Of course you hate running. Like you can't. You hurt after be, every. <laughs> you're gonna be fucking comfortable if you've never run before and you try to run three miles straight. You're gonna be hurting. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you got you got to build it up. Yeah, and what with uh, strength training and things like that, what do we always talk about? Progressive overload, and that's essentially what mm-hmm. the Couch to Five K program is. Progressive yeah. overload. You're getting better over time and and gradually doing more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So you're gonna be running inside today. Wow, I I hate inside today. I despise running on treadmills. I I really do. It's so tough. I've done the whole run in the rain, running fucking twenty below zero, and you know what? (laughs) As you train for your marathon. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I've run a half marathon in like twenty below, and that was brutal as fuck. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna do that again. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I'm a wimp now. I mean, I suppose I can go run out in the rain, but it just doesn't sound appealing to me. Sure. I get it. You got (laughs) to do what you can do, like make it easy. So yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So if anybody, like, I think we should start up that, um, like a running group on that app that you sent me. Um, What was it called? Strava? Strava. So you have the couch to 5k that you download and then there's Strava where you can add friends. Um, when I first did my first run, I did not track it on Strava. So I, I. Will track, it, track it on Strava today. I just wanted um, to I get ha- comfortable with using the couch to 5k app first. So, yeah. So I don't know how it's going to track it on the treadmill. I'm going to try that and see how that works. Um, so what do you yeah. think? Should we do that? Start a little group. And if people that listen yeah, to the podcast we want, should. Want to join us, like we can hold each other accountable and hype each other up and things like that. Yeah, for sure. I had, I know some, we've had a couple people tag us already that they started it as well. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yep. I um, love that. And then we we got Chris, um, the adventurous filmmaker, right? He he messaged me. I don't know if he messaged you, but he no. said, yeah, he's, he's interested in joining the group as well. So Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So we can get a little community so, going for that. What do you want in Strava? I think I'm trying to think of what my name is on there because I, I got that. I was so hard for ago. me to find you on Strava. Because um, I'm not under, uh, I'm under yeah. Beth Wilkes. We'll figure it out. And then we can put oh. it in like the show, show notes or post a link on our social media or something. Um, I got to change my last name. I got Strava in the beginning of my running days. Yeah. We'll figure out what our usernames are and then we'll put them in the notes and things like that. I think. Oh yeah. You can create groups. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. You can. I did see that, which is what, what I'm really interested in with that, with that app. So nice it's gonna be cool it's gonna be cool um so yeah look forward to the running group coming if you guys want to join us we'll let you know how you can join us um one other thing then too if we're moving on from running is the patreon uh this episode will be out at the end of the month which means a new month of patreon workouts and challenges and things like that so um i know you've been working on do you want to shout out what the new monthly challenge is going to be have you have you, have you i am thinking um that it's going to be mindset and core okay. i have a lot of people asking me about core so i think we're going to do some like plank challenges some dead okay. bugs just to incorporate stuff like that not like okay. any crazy ab workouts we're just going to like focus on strengthening our core throughout the month yeah and then i'm going to throw some mindset stuff like maybe like write down three things that you're grateful for at night. And this is where the hard, like, Ooh, um, I don't know if I want to do this kind of stuff, but Hey, this shit, it works. It helps when you find you're more grateful for things. A lot of things change in your life. So I'll be honest. When I first started my journey years ago, 
mindset was the last thing on my mind. What, but once I fully understood the power of changing your mindset and having a growth mindset and mm -hmm. a healthy relationship with food and exercise and my body and acceptance, it was a complete fucking game changer for me. Yeah. And, and it is for my clients and I'm sure for your clients too, Beth. And that's why we're, we're doing, we do the, do the things the way we do. Yeah. I mean, change and maybe, maybe it could be like write three things you love about yourself. I mean, I, I find, I have that question in my, one of my questionnaires, my end of uh, my month, end of the month questionnaire. Um, and people sometimes don't know how to answer it. it. Like they can't find something that they love about themselves. So that's something we need to work on. Right. Yeah. Because so, there's plenty, there's plenty that, um, yeah. that there's, there, there's plenty of things about yourself that, that, you know, that, that are lovable, that you should love about yourself. You know, you can find something that you love about someone else. You sure as heck can find something that you love about yourself. Yeah. We need to start looking at things at the positives in life and the positives about ourselves rather than the things we don't like and the negatives mm -hmm. and, and then taking those positives and embracing them and building on them and not focusing on the negatives so much. Like yeah. if you focus on negatives all the time, you're going to be a negative person. You're, you're going to be, toxic. you're, you're going to be miserable. You're going to be sad and anxious. And, and I know yeah. it's not just so easy. Does it say, well, stop thinking about the negatives. It's not that easy. I get it. It takes work. Right. Though. <laughs> yeah. And that's awesome. what this challenge is going to be about. It's just taking work towards. Mm -hmm. yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm excited for it. I mean, the workouts are, uh, we're, we got the new format done for the workouts as well. Uh, in that Excel sheet, which is going to be really cool. It's going to, I think it's going to make things a lot easier oh, for people. Oh yeah. Okay. So you're going to use the one I sent you? Totally. Nice. So I know we had received a couple of comments um, about, from people saying, I don't really know how to read the workouts and I get, that's okay. I understand that. So we're making this a little yeah. bit easier and there's going to be nice pl uh, places in there for you to log comments and write notes. About You'll be able the to workouts. track and you can track your weights and stuff. So that's yep. cool. Absolutely. So it's going to, it's going to be really Yay. cool. So. Those are coming in just a matter of days. So if you haven't signed up for the Patreon already, um, now's a great time to do it. And for the, those yeah. of you that have already, um, we're excited that you're here. We, we appreciate you. And um, we're going to continue to give you guys the best stuff that we can um, in the Patreon. So May 1st is on a Sunday. So that will be in there on Sunday. Perfect start. Start to a new month is a Sunday. You could even start the workout program will probably start Monday. It depends on when the last workout I have scheduled, we have scheduled for them for Saturday or April was, but, uh, right. yeah. Yep. And of course those workout right. schedules that we give them, right. Those are more merely suggestions. They don't need to follow it to a team. Yeah. Most people have been doing that. So yeah, totally. Yep. 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 All right. Everyone. Awesome. Okay. It's already two. Holy shit. That's great. Yeah. Time fucking flew. I guess when we're ranting, wow. <laughs> 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 Our podcast episodes always go really quickly though. So I love how we ask people if they like the shorter episodes and we've done like one of them. <laughs> it's so hard. It's we have one minutes. that we haven't, we have one before you went on vacation that we didn't release yet. I believe. Do we? Don't we or no? I believe we recorded one for like 30 minutes. It was like a 30 minute or. I think. I'm trying we, to think. I got, I got to look back in my Zoom recording. I think we had but... to cancel. I think we had to cancel one scheduled episode recording uh, until we used that one instead. I think I had to cancel it because of some family stuff, I think. So. Okay. I yeah. feel like there's one before that. Yeah. I'm going to look. Be, yeah, let's look. Boy, we, we need a we need a producer. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need, need an we, also, we need an assistant, a producer, and an editor. Anyone want to help out? We're serious too. We're actually serious. So I, if anybody, we're, not, we're not joking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if yes. if you have any type of organizational skills and uh, preferably um, editing skills and things like that with audio and, and video, um, we need help with that. Um, mm -hmm. and, and ideally you'd have some fitness experience and knowledge. So, you know, what we're looking for and, and things like yeah. that. Um, so yeah, we're, we're, we're dead serious. We, 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 we want to look to bring somebody on to help us with the podcast. So, yeah. And we are officially business owners together now. We are. Yeah. How the fuck did we not even get excited about that? Let, let's get it. Let's hype, let's hype that up oh for a minute. Oh my so, God. Yay. Yeah. How exciting, right? Officially, as of yesterday, we are, um, incorporated. Uh, we filed our paperwork, yeah. um, cut the crap with Beth and Matt LLC for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, deal. it is a big deal. It's very exciting. Very exciting. Yes. So we have our own email too. So if you want to email us with the, if you're interested, it's yeah. uh, cut the crap pod dot at gmail.com. Yep. Got it right. Got it right. Yep. Okay. Cut, the crap, 
<laughs> cut the crap pod at gmail.com. How about we put the, we can put that in the show notes as well? Yeah, good um, idea. And also stay tuned because we want to we we're gonna work on a website and we've got yeah. a whole new makeover coming in terms of like uh graphics and logos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So be in yeah. the facelift, guys. It's 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 exciting stuff. Yeah, and hopefully um we'll be making some new videos soon. Um, yes, totally. <laughs> I, I have lots of I, I know we've got some ideas. I really want to get I won't do any spoiler alerts for what our, our video ideas are, but um yeah. it'll it'll be fun for for us to get together again, hopefully in May. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, everyone. Yes. Everybody crush we'll talk- it. Be honest with yourself. We'll talk to you later. With yes. See you guys later. All right. Bye. Bye. And that is a wrap for this episode of Cut the Crap with Beth and Matt. Did we help you cut through the bullshit? We want to know. Send us a DM on Instagram and share your thoughts. We'd love to hear them. And if you did find this one helpful, why not share this episode with a friend? I know I personally love it when a friend shares their favorite podcast with me along with a text saying, Oh my God, you have got to check out this podcast. You'll love it. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss future episodes.